Good morning. Today is Monday, August 2nd, 2021. I'm your host, Evan George, and welcome to Bostopia News. And here's what's happening in the news today. The Right to the City Vote Coalition over the weekend has come out to endorse Kim Janey for mayor of Boston. Quoting now from Armani White, who chairs Right to the City Vote, her record before and since taking office on reforming exam school admissions, police accountability, and opening up economic opportunities come from her own lived experience and deep community roots. This coalition comprises groups such as the Chinese Progressive, Political Action, Mahente, and a series of other organizations that represent the working class and communities of color of Charleston, Chinatown, Roxbury, and others. In the past, they put their efforts behind Marty Walsh in 2013 and Rachel Rollins for DA in 2018. This endorsement is continuing the trend we are seeing of consolidation around Kim Janey. Again, this follows SCIU Local 888's endorsement, JP Progressives, etc. And as I've been saying for a few months now, Kim Janey is most certainly the favorite to win. And while ultimately, I think from a policy perspective, there is no argument that Kim Janey is more progressive on the issues than Michelle Wu, and in some circumstances, Andrea Campbell. However, it seems like this endorsement has come with Kim Janey now supporting a home rule petition to allow Boston to determine a run control policy, which is fantastic. A housing first initiative run by Victory Programs that would provide traditional housing to stabilize people who are homeless or dealing with substance abuse issues on our streets is now facing massive opposition from the local community who lives in that area. The plan has been in the process of using state grant money to lease out the Best Western Hotel on Mass Ave, referred to as Roxbury Roadhouse, and provide 14 to 35 people what is again proven to be the most effective and cost-effective model of helping combat homelessness and substance abuse. However, the stigma behind these programs face stiff opposition on a Friday night virtual meeting with also city councilors Frank Baker, Ed Flynn, and failed mayoral candidate John Santiago, a doctor, mind you, all bashing the initiative as well. This is where you would like to see doctors, social workers show their support for these initiatives that, again, keep people alive and have been proven to be the best weapon we have to combat this issue. But instead, it is much easier just to placate the fear of voters. As of now, this program is in limbo, and I really hope it isn't defeated yet. Last Friday afternoon, Charlie Baker gave new guidance around wearing masks here in Massachusetts. However, did not issue a new mask mandate. State health officials are now recommending that vaccinated people wear masks indoors if they or a member of their household has a weakened immune system or underlying medical condition. Also saying that in schools, unvaccinated students, educators, and staff should cover their faces. This continues the administration's stance of punting the issue over a mask mandate and leaving it up to local municipalities and private businesses to determine their own COVID-19 precautions. Cases are continuing to increase across the state. However, I've been tracking the deaths, and that has more or less plateaued over the last two months. And this comes as a number of Boston, Cambridge, Provincetown businesses are now requiring proof of vaccination to enter, such as Cambridge Middle East and the Plow and Stars. And that is a measure I absolutely support, especially if you are a live music venue.
Nearly 19,000 Massachusetts eviction cases have resumed processing as of today, as the federal ban protecting renters expired on July 31st. It is important to note that evictions have been ongoing throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, but the federal ban, and for when we had it until October of 2020, the state ban, was crucial in keeping tens of thousands of families and people in their homes. That protection is now gone while our lawmakers at the State House are on vacation. There are currently 50 bills at the State House that in some way are related to evictions or property. Representative Erica Idahoven has a piece of legislation that would mandate legal representation for people facing evictions here in Massachusetts, something that we shockingly do not have. And others have filed legislation that would continue the pause on evictions and foreclosures until June of 2022. It isn't ridiculous that the state house is an entire month off right now, especially with COVID cases increasing, but be on the lookout for eviction protection actions in your area because the state house isn't going to come to save us. And that's going to do it for today's episode. I hope you all had a fabulous weekend. There's a number of housing forums throughout the week that I will most certainly be keeping a close eye on. And I look forward to updating you all soon. With that, take care. Have a great rest of your day.